thought we did. All right, we got Devil the Cloud Chasers TV in the building. Today we're going to start off with our first interview. Shout out to 1,000 subs. So we're going to get our first interview to Bando Almighty 79. That's Almighty Bando 79. Y'all go follow him on Instagram. And uh, we're going to get to it. So, uh, Bando, if you'll introduce yourself, um, I know you're used to formally go by Bandana Rose. If you can um, tell us a little bit how you go from Bandana Rose to Bando, that'll be helpful. Well, see, um, Bandana Rose came from, uh, that was the first uh, name I had, first little character that I made up. Uh, I was signed with Zoo Game uh, a couple of years ago. And, um, basically situation went left and things like that and um I wanted to refresh myself. I wanted to uh remake myself and basically after that situation that I had with them trying to hold my name and the masters and all shit like that. So uh yeah I changed up the name, changed up my image, you know what I'm saying? I had to take it back to the bando. So I felt like just break bandana down and call myself Bando, Bando Almighty. You know what I'm saying? I'm a vice lord, so I'm almighty. I took it back to the band, though, because I had to go back and get my own money. You know what I'm saying? Situation yeah, went no. different, so I took it back to the trenches. You feel me? So I'm going to take it back to the trenches and show niggas how to, like, put this money into their own self and get back into a situation. See what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. So I didn't so want to be known as the same person that I was before because I changed. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So, like, um, so I'm going to go even, like, I'm not sure if anyone did any in-depth you don't see interviews on you, but we're going to do it here at uh, Death of the Cloud Chaser TV. And we're going to ask you with the first question, you know, uh, we got your name out the way. So now we want to know, where were you from before you were 13 years old? Because most people, you know, I, I'm from Chicago, so I know between 13 and 14 is usually when you transition to the street. It's that young where we're from. So um, if you can elaborate on where, was, where, where Bando was from, before 13 years old, that'd be helpful. Well, I'm actually from um, 56 and normal. Now I see MCs. It's originally MCs. MCs, like, my whole family, like, MCs. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm originated from over there, 56 and Dodge City. That's why I used to, that's why I used to bang. Yeah, that's why I first, you know what I'm saying, started trapping that thing like that. Then uh, I moved out west. Out west, uh, I went to, uh, I went to school. I went to Robert Emmett out west. I grew up in uh, Capitol Hill or whatever, where the foes at, you know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. as I got older in my teenage years, you know, I moved with my mom, and she stayed over east, which is actually 83rd in South Shore. That's actually over east. So once she moved over east and um, I moved with her, I just got tired of, like, moving around, so I actually stayed with her, you know what I'm saying? Because I was always a bad child, so I had to go stay with my aunties, uncles, and stuff like that. You feel what I'm saying? And yes, uh, so nobody couldn't take me no more. They threw me back with my mom, and she stayed over there. So I ended up moving over east, and I just stayed right there. I didn't want to move no more, run no more. I wanted to build my foundation, friends, and all that shit, because I never had no real, like, friends. Like, I had a lot of people, but you know how you grew up in one particular neighborhood where you just grew up at? Mm-hmm. I never had that, so I made that I made that over east. So as I started growing up my teenage years, I stayed over east. Okay. So that'll take us to the next question. Um, you know what I'm saying? When you was growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
from transitioning in all them different areas and whatever. And, you know, I'm sure each area had their own different type of mind state. What was your mind state at that point? Like, why did you want to just uh, go over east and at that point lay that foundation? Well, at that point in time, you know, I was getting older. Uh, I didn't start gang banging until, like, 17, 18. But I understood mm-hmm. what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, all my family was MCs, you know? So, all of them was like already banging. They wanted me to be an MC, but in my neighborhood, the MCs they were getting money, but the Lords was really getting some money. And, you know, right. I felt like I was on top of the food chain. I felt like if I was going to be anything or anything like that, I wanted to be a vice lord because I always see how they get money and stuff. You know what I mean? Then I always stayed around. So that's how that came about with that situation. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, it's okay. just like it's just like it was. It was just like it was just crazy out here for me, like the decisions, things I had to make because at that time gangbanging was real hard at that time, you know what I mean? And when I went over east and I actually became a vice lord over there, I just actually made that my home. Feel what I'm saying? I went to one of my homies, we got to kicking it, I made that my home, I said, you know what? This one I'm finna be here. And then also I had a child going that time, so I had to get out and get some money. I wasn't really with like being a boss. I mean being a worker, I wanted to be a boss, you feel what I'm saying? And I always want to do my own thing. I'm an Aries, so I do everything my own self. You know what I'm saying? We value, we very intelligent, stubborn in the motherfucker, but we do everything ourselves. We miss the know-it-all. So I always want to do my own thing. So as a shorty, I was thinking like a big grown man. You feel what I'm saying? I took care of my brothers, sisters, things like that. You feel what I'm saying? So I was always a grown man. My mind state was different from the other kids. Why they want to go buy candy and do stuff like that? I was thinking about how I'm going to save up my first car, how I'm going to save up to buy my first pair of mice, things like that. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, um, during that time, you know, um, you 17 and now you, you know what I'm saying? You got a home now. Um, did you have any influence by any OGs? Like the reason that you grind the way you grind? Cause you know, clearly we know who you are and clearly we see you grind. So if you can elaborate on that, like, um, now you're 17, you over East and, you know what I'm saying? What's next for Bando? Um, do do the OGs influence him? Do do he do we end up catching cases or you know what I'm saying? What what happens? I mean, you know, everybody in Chicago, Chirac. I didn't call so many goddamn cases, you know, and even <laughs> it's 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 crazy, you know what I'm saying? I got a case right now that I'm fighting right now. You know what I'm saying? And um uh, basically like I looked up to people like Butter the Prince, you know what I'm saying, Aki for I looked up to people like Bo Deal. T-Count, you know what I'm saying? Shauna, Shauna, I got to work hey, with Shout Aki out Aki Ford. Man. I know Mo, too. Huh? I said shout out Aki Ford. I know Mo, too. Oh, most door. That's my brother, man. Shout out motherfucking Aki, man. Shout out the BDM, the whole big business movement, big business mafia, 500 movement, man. Shout out the whole Ford family, man. Like, yeah, yes, man, they, man. They showed me some shit, man. And the shit that I seen, I didn't see regular niggas do this shit or actually do the things that they did. And, you know, at the time, I was playing with the rapping, but I wasn't serious with the rapping. You know what I'm saying? I learned the rapping from Butter. You feel what I'm saying? Butter recorded my first song, Burned Down the Road. He made, she had his own studio. When I seen him rapping, doing his thing, I started putting my shit together. I just started writing every day. And he was like, man, every time you come, you put some balls together, spit it to me. And when it's done, I'm going to record it for you. And he helped me perfect that motherfucker. Helped me came up my rhyme pattern and how I was going to spit my shit. Helped me find my lane. You know what I'm saying? And man, it was just crazy from there how to, how I just utilized everything he taught me, man. And, you know, I started to take off. 
Uh, so first situation was the Fetty Wap situation, and everybody know I'm cool with Project Pat. Like, it was, it, it was just crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you actually get around some people that's actually doing some things and willing to teach you, man, you can learn a lot. You know what I mean? You can utilize yes, that shit to take off. Yes, sir. So, you know, you being influenced by the OGs, and you told us some of the OGs or whatever. Um, like, was your father around? Did you have um, experience with him? I ain't going to lie. My father, he a bitch. Like, the experience I had my father, bro, made me really, like, boss up and be a father to my kids and get out here and try to chase my dreams and show them they can chase their dreams if they want to do something. You know what I'm saying? First wise, try to be a blessing in this earth. You know what I'm saying? To actually be on TV and do all that stuff because you want all the kids to be famous, popular, and all that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, sure. you know, my father did some sick shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met my father when I was like 19, you know what I'm saying? Um, when I got up, I had just started getting into the drug game. My baby mama put me on when I had a shorty. Get out here, get you some money. I had a shorty. My baby mama put me on. I go to my dad who know this shit, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. ripped me off. He ripped me off. So I ripped him off. But I took from the kids that was his stepkids. So when I ripped him off because he ripped me off, he came to me like I did something bogus to him. And try to jump me, bro. You feel me? Then try to jump me. He actually did it, which led to a point where I seen him, and I actually shot at my father. You feel what I'm saying? I tried to kill him. Right now today, I don't know what he's doing. I don't give a fuck about him. You know what I mean? He a deadbeat. Yes, so sir. that helped me with a lot for his wife trying to be a man and actually just for his wife. I've seen what a lot of people go through, and it's like I'm a softie, so. If I can be a blessing to a motherfucker, get him some information or some knowledge, I'm going to drop it to him. I consider myself like a young OG right now because I'm in a situation where I can teach people um, about the situations that I've been through and they can learn from my shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, so you know, going back to the music, and, um, you know, you, you said that the butter, is, butter the Prince is one of the first ones who – you know, laid down that track. Is that was the first person who laid down that first song for you and uh, introduced yeah. you to music, period? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That dude, man, he a blessing to my life, man. You know what I'm saying? He recorded my first song, helped me perfect my skills. That was my first big feature. Put me in tune with a lot of people that I never thought I'd see. You know what I'm saying? Like, he the reason I was in tune with Shondell from Power 92. Shout out Power 92 for them playing my shit. He's the reason why I'm in tune with, uh, 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 107.5, uh, Frankie Robson, shout out Frankie Robson, like, like, he put me in tune with a lot of people, man, like, that dude is a smart brother, you know what I'm saying, and at the end of the day, I haven't got that much love or support from nobody with chasing a dream or doing something that I want to do, because without that dude, I don't think I'll be the person that I am today, you know what I mean? Absolutely, you know, you know, you remember the first song you recorded, what was the name of it? Uh, yeah, that was my first song. He helped me wrote that. He helped me wrote that, and he recorded it in the studio. Mixed and mastered that bitch. What was the name of that again? I knew. Shout out, brother. Shout out, brother. The Prince for that shit. What'd you say the name was that again? Band and the Rose. That's my first song. My first song I ever recorded. Band and the Rose. Y'all, y'all out there on YouTube, land. Y'all go search that right now. And um, so. Did your family um? Did you when you when you started rapping and you know you you starting to get love from the people of course because 
you know, I'm familiar with Butter. Butter was definitely a um, a staple in the shop. So, like, you got these, you know, these industry people looking up to you and putting you on and understanding, you know, how they can elevate your game. Right. Right. That was At like, that point, I like, did your lie. family, did your family, like, did your family feel the same way? Like, the friends around you, did they feel the same way about, the like, the success coming or what was going to be the next level? Hell no. Hell no. Because I didn't get no support for them. Like, I had a lot of people that was fucking with me with the Freddie Watt situation when I was I was doing the shit fucking with Fetty, like, I had a lot of people dig riding. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that was fucking with me. I actually signed, like, five artists and gave them a lane where they could eat because I had my own label, RG of Midwest. You know what I mean? And, um, they only supported, you know what I'm saying, just the big ride to get where they was at. When, like, the storm hit and it was time to go to war, I was going to war by myself. You know what I'm saying? People on the block was already hating on me because, like, Literally, because they wasn't doing what I was doing. Like, we all hustled the same. Feel what I'm saying? But I actually got out to be like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. I'm going to put time to my craft. I'm going to put time to this shit and invest in myself. And shit started to work off for me. So, you know, people supported me from the first couple of, you know what I'm saying, go-rounds, coming to the shows and stuff like that. But once people started to see that I took it serious, they fell back from it. And then once people started to see that I took off, they started to hate because you had more people asking about Bandana Rose and talking about me than talking about them. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was, like, kind of sour because I rep my block highly. You know what I'm saying? I put my block on. We on Netflix. We on all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's fucked up for me to have friends like Project Pat, Shauna, and all these other celebrities that I can call and get advice from and help me out and post my shit up, and I can't even get no love from the niggas on my block. But, you know, you grow up on people. You know what I'm saying? You know, people can help you get to where you need to get to, but everybody can't go on that trip with you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So like uh we you know, we, we heard about we heard about you knowing Project Pat I mean Project Pat and Fatty Wap, but we're gonna talk about uh Fatty Wap first. Can you give us a little bit of uh detail on like what what is it that Fatty Wap heard from you maybe or did someone tell him about you or how how did that whole situation come about like that that first initial meet? Well that came up through two G's. 2G is the CEO of RGF, and I actually dropped my first video, Bandana Rose, that was on Susan Leroy's channel. Shout out Susan Leroy's. Susan Leroy's like, uh, uh, was a big upcoming um, uh, cameraman that was doing major shit for Lil Mouse and everybody in the city, and he was subscribed to his channel, and he dropped my video, and 2G left it and commented on it. And um, mm. my producer, g he actually seen that he commented on that shit. And he was like, man, man, no dude, man. He, somebody, uh, the CEO of RGF commented on your video, man. Like, man, he fucking with Go look him up. Check him out. He's like, man, he fucking with the artist, Fetty Wap. That's his artist or whatever. And I'm like, Fetty Wap? I don't know about no Fetty Wap. At that time, Trap Queen was doing what he was doing. And I'm hearing it, like, everywhere. But I did not like the shit. It grew on me because everybody's playing from my block. It's like, we do a whole lot of tweaking shit for songs. So when that song came out, all you heard was, Say what's up, hello. And it was just crazy, ironic that the CEO reached out to me. Start fucking with him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I locked in with him on Facebook because he already was following me on Facebook. We did a phone. We started networking. I ended up talking to him until giving me a distribution deal. You know what I'm saying? That distribution deal brought me to um, actually do a tour in Jersey. And promote, because around that time, they were talking about Southwest. So we went to Jersey to promote. 
You know what I'm saying? I had just dropped my single with Shauna, uh, Like It, that was on the radio doing numbers. And, you know, I was making a real big surge with the RGF Midwest group. We was going to be the first branch of RGF that was in Chicago. You feel what I'm saying? And by me doing that, it made noise to Fetty, which Fetty was like, man, this nigga going crazy. I'm fucking with him. When he came to <laughs> Chicago, he was like, link up. First meet me, like, what it was. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, he liked that. They ended up sending me to Addy and, you know, went to the studio work. And from that shit, you know, we just locked in. Oh, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So so did you uh, run into uh, Project Pat during this situation? Is that how you, you met Project Pat, or how, how did that come about? I ain't going to lie. I grew up off Project Pat and 3-6 Mafia, and the only reason I really got into got in tune with Pat because I always wanted to work with him. Him and Fetty had did a song. Fetty had did a hook for him, and Project Pat had did a verse. And around that time when they dropped it, I had shared the song. I had like 30K followers and shit. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a high, uh, high busting ass Instagram, so anything I posted went viral. So it wasn't hard for people to see my shit. So <laughs> when I posted a song, he ended up liking it. And at that time, I was already friends with Fiend. Me and Fiend was chopping it up, and we was doing, we was going to do some music and shit. And you I know Fiend, you know what Fiend? Yeah, Fiend, yeah, Fiend. Oh, I'm shout out Fiend. I met yeah, that Fiend the whole shout movement, Fiend, too. Man. Yeah, that's my brother, man. Hey, that nigga's a real cool nigga. That was like the first nigga I was talking to, actually, like, uh, celebrity-wise, and the person that I looked up to always playing their shit before I got into it with Pat. So that's what led to Pat. So actually when um I shared that video and things happened like that, I ended up pushing a Fiend feature to a side and ended up doing a Pat feature because I actually wanted Pat and Fiend on the same track. But the track that I had, it was just actually speaking all Pat over. So we ended up doing mm-hmm. two tracks, you know what I'm saying? I sent them some shit in the um, DM. He liked it, that shit. He like, man, send me some shit to the email. He jumped on that shit free of charge, man. Been showing me love ever since. And then, like, we got a lot of connection with people in Chicago because you got a couple of people that you fuck with in Chicago. I got a couple of people I fuck with out in Memphis. So it's like, that's my brother, man. It's like, it's a blessing to have a brother like him. That's my brother, man. Project Pat, shout out Project Pat, man. That's my brother. Too OG. Man. Much love to your family and success, bro. Real OG yes, right sir, there. Yes, Real OG. And um, we seen like with the, you know, recent, recent, um, you know, something that's just recent is um, you and King Low Beef. And I see that, you know, that was internet beef, of course. And I see that you guys just uh, squashed that. And now y'all, on, you know, saying getting this money together. Can you, can you tell us about how that come about? Like, originally getting into it with the dude and or, you know, see, even down to the point where, you know, now y'all squashed it. Well, first of all, it was like Lodi Lucy is a producer that's from Memphis. You know what I'm saying? He had a situation with Fabulous and stuff like that. Him and King Lohad got into it. I was cool with Lodi Lucy. Like, me and Lodi was talking, things like that. We didn't end up doing no music or features or anything like that. We just talking on some real street nigga shit. He had a big following. I had a big following. And then, like I said, everybody was fucking with me because of Fetty Wap shit. You feel what I'm saying? Right. They was trying to get close to Wap. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, me and him was talking and shit. He ended up getting into it with King Low. Ended up telling me about the nigga. And, um, once I seen what was really going on and what was happening, I'm like, man, y'all in the same city. Go fight that man yourself. You feel me? Like, right. what the fuck I look like? Like, I'm one of your niggas to go beat this man up or fight your battle for you. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, he want to fight you. You know, shit else. So I felt like that was some real bad shit. You feel what I'm saying? The only thing about the shit that was with King Mo was that uh, at that time, it was other niggas that was tweaking that was just clout chasing, bro. And the shit what pissed me off about the shit that I was exposing rappers. At that time, I ended up calling myself the mad rapper, and I was exposing rappers because there was a lot of rappers that was out here doing shit that they really ain't doing. You know what I'm saying? Acting like they, they street niggas, but they ain't street niggas. They acting like they motherfucking uh, popping perks, but ain't popping perks and rapping about it. You know what I'm saying? So I was exposing ass niggas like Freddie Gibbs, Gucci Man. You know what I'm saying? I was exposing motherfuckers like real rappers, and niggas were responding back to me. So I got a lot of viral videos under them, uh, under the content like that. So you seen other niggas that was upcoming that seen King Low what he was doing with the shit with Ali Boy and Lodi, and they turned that shit into a game, which actually brought me into that shit because they started fucking with my fan base. You see what I'm saying? And I had to, and I had to like really catch myself. Like, hold on, man. I went from getting into it with some niggas that ain't got no names, motherfuckers I don't even know. You feel what I'm saying? They ain't shared no blood to me. Only op that I got on fuck with the TV band. Niggas know what it is with that shit, so I really don't have no, like, bloodshed with none of these people. So let me call this man and squash this shit with this man. You feel what I'm saying? We can get some money. Yeah. We ain't got to be all right. We both black men trying to come up out of property. You feel what I'm saying? We don't know each other from Adam and Eve. And first why wise, going on this bitch every day, wolfing, screaming at the phone, and taking time out thinking about each other. Let me be taking time out to do some other shit. You feel what I'm saying? And that was just me at the time of being grown because I was studying my ways. Like, you know what? Hold on. Niggas thought it was over with. I'm finna make their comeback like Soldier Boy. I had a whole lot of shit going on already, but legally I had to get my shit situated first wise with the RGF shit that arose and all that. So once I got that shit cleaned up, you know what I'm saying? I'm back on my move. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, I can't be on my move and work how I work when I got all these fucking ops. You feel what I'm saying? Let me squat some shit with some niggas, you know what I'm saying? And the other niggas fuck them. You feel what I'm saying? So if we can get some money, we can get some money. The other ones fuck them. Make sense. So like uh, do yeah, you got so any, the shit was um, just getting out of hand, man. Just and shit, man. I hate the internet. Oh yeah, let me ask you this question though. A lot of fans probably like who watched that beef. Um, did you know about King Low um, prior to you know what you just said? Like far as like um, him being into it with King Louie and them people, like on the internet. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, man. I don't know what's his reason for what he's doing or what he got going on, but I talked to that man. That man a real cool brother, man. He know what he got going on. He know what he's doing. But it was just the crazy part I didn't like is that he was doing what he was doing first like that crump shit. Something like right, right. on um, crump and uh, uh you know, I didn't like that, bro, because we don't get out like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't pray on nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like just somebody that I really hate or some shit like that. You know, I've been hearing because I'm smoking on two, but I'm smoking on this just to be cool and all that shit. That shit ain't right, bro. That shit ain't cool. And then these people, kids, man, they don't even know how they died, bro. That people won't even gang thing. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I had to talk to a motherfucker about that, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's on the positive track and getting on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't really got to do all that shit, man. When you do shit like that, you open up doors for a lot of bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's diehard, big riding ass fans out here just to do some shit, just to get a motherfucking name. You feel what I'm saying? And I was telling right. him, like, man, that shit ain't cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you're one of the brothers, and you say you want a brother, so you're supposed to carry yourself a certain way. So you just can't go Absolutely. out here, you know what I'm saying, dissing everybody, this, that, the third. Come on, man. You don't, you don't get down like that, bro. You feel what I'm saying? And when that shit happened with him and Crump, that made me disrespect, disrespect him and then fuck with him. But at the end of the day, I had to understand the logic that was going on behind that shit. You feel what I'm saying? And then, like mm-hmm. I said, it wasn't no blood shit. It wasn't shit 
that was going on major. It was just back and forth shit, trying to cloud up and do all this extra shit for the internet for these people. So at the end of the day, I'm like, man, why you got a chance to squat that shit, stop that shit, and get on a whole other path, bro? Because that right there ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that brother cool. He a cool brother, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just be misled and don't know how to go about certain little things and they get caught up in shit because I ain't going to lie, social media gets you killed. These people that are comments and the fake accounts and the people on here, bro, the way they come in and be talking, they get to a motherfucker because people are human. Half the time, people be off the drugs and be in a bad situation. They turn that motherfucker live right on and there'd be some sick shit going on and they'd be out to stunt and impress in front of the people that's out around them that they know in their neighborhood and to the world. If they try to sell some music or T-shirts or whatever, you feel what I'm saying? It got to be some behind this shit or y'all just doing it for community service. Absolutely. You're right. And they're definitely out there. And, um, you know, we just putting the depth to the clout. We're not, you know what I'm saying, depth to the clout chases. Everybody's got their clout now. We're saying depth to the clout. Listen, we only want facts. Yeah, because that's it, we, bro. Like, what you going to do yeah. with clout, bro? Clout can't get you paid. If you get money, can't get you going to get paid. clout. If you get out here and do what you do, you're going to get clout. You get recognized for the shit that you do. Clout is a common because niggas want to clout. Niggas want the recognition for what they Shit, that's for that. Absolutely. Said it better than I could say it. <laughs> so um with what uh Ben though, so can you shout out your Instagram and your uh, social media? Man, my new Instagram is Bando underscore almighty seven nine. That's my new Instagram. This is my third account. I'm not losing no more accounts. Follow me, I will follow you back. If you need any features, hit me up. If you need any gems, information about music, how to get copywritten, ASCAP, anything about what this music business, I can help you. Hit me up. Follow me on my social media, Bando Almighty 79. I'm always dropping jewels. I'm always willing to talk to the people. I'm a real people champion. I feel where motherfuckers come from. I know people try to take off and do this music shit, but it's more than meets the eyes, man. You got to invest in yourself, and you got to know the fucking business. Absolutely. Said it good. And, um, so what we what we you looking forward for? You like any upcoming mixtapes? Can we um look for any upcoming mixtapes, any features? That right we got now, working on an album. <laughs> album finna drop. That Bando like uh, album. I'm finna working on that. It's actually a mixtape, but I got a situation with a distribution deal with a little major label, so I'm gonna get ready and drop that like in the middle of summer. Bando like, but I'm gonna drop this uh Randy Savage next month. Um, they've been waiting on that shit since I was with RGF. So I got a whole lot of music that I was recording with Fetty, a whole lot of music that I recorded with RGF that I didn't drop. So I'm going to drop that shit with some new music. Right now I got a little single out called STFU. It's called Shut the Fuck Up. I got another joint I just dropped with, but the Prince is called Let Them Talk. That shit going crazy right now. So my mixtape and all the platforms, the site, y'all can go check that out. I will be dropping the visual soon. So right now I'm going to drop a lot of music, a lot of videos for the 2019 to let motherfuckers know, Bando, he, he, he's here. Bando's here. Ain't no more Bandana Rose. Don't call me Bandana Rose. No more Conch Bandana. Gotcha, gotcha. Let them know. Let them know. And, um, you know, with that being said, you know, we're going to shout you out, man. Definitely for showing us love. Well, definitely. I appreciate y'all having me and talking with me, man. Well, definitely. Yeah, man. We're going to uh, keep it in tune, man, from there, man, to keep your projects in rotation. Um, everybody go hit that on social media. What hashtag can they use if they're a fan and they showing you love and they in the whoop and they playing your shit and they want you to see it so you can repost it on your social media? What hashtag can they use, my G? Uh, 
Well, I got a hashtag uh, Band of the Rose. I got a hashtag a Bando uh, Bando Life. I got a hashtag a Death Part. Like you can you can hashtag like like basically all the thing I got to do is follow me on social media. Y'all want I'm showing everybody love. I'm posting up videos. I'm sharing shout out. I got a fan page that's Band of the Rose fan page. Y'all can go follow that page. Hashtag Bando Life. Hashtag uh, KME BMG Bando Music Group. And I'll definitely um, get y'all videos and post it up. But y'all can send it to my DM directly. I love talking with the people, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That sounds like an artist who won't be out here just like I thought. Um, but shout out Bando, man. It's Death for the Cloud Chaser TV, man. Like, subscribe, hit that notification. Shout out Cloud Chaser TV, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. Most definitely rock with Cloud Chaser TV, man. I appreciate y'all. I wish much success and much blessings to your platform, brother. Get your money. Appreciate it, brother. Blessings and pieces. Peace.